0: this seems pretty streaky eh
1: yeah (laughs) it's i think this is our third or is it third or fourth uh like multi like more than three game losing streak
0: uh i'm not sure i know we're on
1: we're on three right now but i think we had the the initial road trip uh, where Bertuzzi couldn't go to Canada, and then we had with Larkin the Larkin situation, and then now this one. Right, I think that's three.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, Tough. yeah. And I like last week. I think I don't know, Grant. What were we talking about? I think we might have mentioned possibility of playoffs. I think we said forty sixty, and we said this yeah. week was critical
2: did we say that?
1: I think we did. If we didn't if we didn't well it was critical and I think it's proven our proven uh, the 60s and I mean
2: I'm not going to lie if you had asked me if we'd win any of these three games I would have said no.
1: I thought maybe the um we usually suck against the I was thinking St. Louis though.
2: Uh I didn't we just beat St. Louis.
1: They had so many guys missing though with and they started Charlie Lindgren who's their third string.
2: Yeah, I mean, we started in Adolovich, and he just had a heater against St. Louis. He was bound to get shelled.
1: Yeah, it's true. He kind of regressed a little bit. I mean, not his fault, but we can get we'll get into all of that. But uh, I wanted to start with uh, the Red Wings. Week just reminded me of like about an hour before I got on here. Um, I'm doing a test. I'm in the middle of a test, and the fire alarm. Like, I, I hear something go off in the hallway, and the fire alarm goes off. And I'm like great, and I open the door and just smoke everywhere. So I think it's a fire, and so I quickly had to I had to throw Eden and we had to throw Eden in the carrier. He did not want to go in the carrier, so like we had to like retrieve him from the back of the bed, and we fu- we come to find out like 30 minutes later, these kids snuck into our apartment building, and just shot the fire extinguisher off, and the smoke detector went off, and they're making a TikTok.
2: They shot it.
1: They like they just sh- like you know like they extinguished it. Like they did, they were just for no, just for shits. What the and hell? so, and so, like that, brought yeah. off the, the smoke alarm. And so, like we, I'm like sitting outside for 45 minutes to, to like for them to clear the smoke of the extinguisher. All this while, my test is just sitting there. So it was a time test. So that was nice. <laughs> so that's just how has, I, I compare that now to the Red Wings week of going. Have on you three.
2: have you uh, practiced fire drills?
1: Oh no, we haven't. I just, jumped, I just jumped i just jumped because i'm second floor i just jumped straight out head first really? and, yeah nice little tumble. That's
2: what i would have done i've been practicing fire drills for us i let
1: i let i let emma and eden fend from fend for themselves you know
2: that's so rockstar
1: <laughs> it's every man for themselves you know
0: <laughs> all right that was a
1: it was an interesting intro but uh welcome to the production line podcast i am one of your hosts garth wickham
0: grant wickham and andy
1: yeah, Andy skipped out on skipped out on us last week. Something about plowing snow.
0: Yeah, we've been pounded of snow here, and I don't know why I got thrown into the doghouse right away to plow snow this year. But uh, I've I've been like running off literally three hours of sleep every single night since Sunday, for <laughs> seven days. So I've it's fifty.
1: Deg- it was fifty degrees here and sunny today. In Lovely Massachusetts.
0: We're supposed to get that on Tuesday. It's supposed to be like 52, and then Wednesday's like 57, and then it's going to rain Thursday, then back down to 31 or 30 on Friday. It's like, wow. We're
2: we're supposed to be in the 50s this coming week too. It's
0: Crazy.
1: That's
0: crazy. But we'll touch on the
1: current Red Wings losing streak uh, a little bit. Yeah, they're the streakiest team in the NHL currently. Um, we'll touch on yeah, touch on the three losses. We'll touch on maybe some maybe some Calder talk because there was some. They'll tie into the conversation about uh, a an ex coach you know on ESPN deciding to have takes that are probably not correct, but we we'll can get into that. Um, and yeah, little maybe World Junior talk. Yeah, and we'll go from there. Not because
0: <laughs> what? Uh, no, just. One of the Red Wings prospects had a funny clip for the World Juniors. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it later. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I knew this week was going to be rough when we started off with. So Bertuzzi was already out from the last two. Or was it was only one game he missed last week. Either way, um, I knew it was going to be rough. But then we had Chris Colo, Witter, Lashoff, all called off, all called up during the week. Oh, Andy, we almost had the count going. I yeah. know.
0: Yeah, we got to get that rolling. <laughs> I was I was devastated that uh, Wooder didn't make the lineup, but
1: I honestly sure am didn't. a little bit I'm I'm honestly a little surprised though. Like that lineup, had, we had nothing going, and we didn't put him in.
0: Throw him in the mix for one of the games at least. I don't know, like... I don't know if he was allowed to play.
1: Oh, the suspension! Yeah, that's right. Oh, he was suspended oh. in the NHL.
2: I don't know how that. Changed. I don't know how that works Chances. either.
1: Maybe it was just a good play by Stevie. You know, a little morale boost to the locker room, and also getting him his paycheck because you know he gets paid that NHL money. Yeah. He probably got another couple, yeah, couple, another like 10 grand in his pocket just from sitting in the press box that week.
0: Well, yeah. Because, well, he was missing out on money on the HL. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe it was as simple as that. That's why they called Lash Off up, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, The depth in this team just got exposed bad this week. Yeah. And we'll start off with the the Nashville's 5 uh, 2 loss. On ESPN+. And I gotta say it, that dude was worse than Leah Hextall. I don't know what his Um, name was, but he was worse than Leah. I don't think so. Some of the shit he was saying was absolutely bananas. Did he know more
0: people than Raymond or Sider,
1: though? Yeah, he did. Barely. Barely. (laughs) They were just talking about, I mean, granted, Nashville dominated the whole game, but, like, I don't know. It was just... It just seemed like they were only there to call Nashville and like the Red Wings have to be the team they're playing again, which is my biggest complaint.
2: Well, there was nothing good coming from Detroit that game. I don't know. Right. I don't really have a problem with that. The Red Wings sucked. They didn't deserve to be talked about.
1: Who was I was going to the... say it was,
0: it was warranted then, kind of. Yeah.
1: I guess kind of, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't like to support NBC, but I don't know. I feel like the Red Wings, I don't know. If, I felt like it was better than a couple of these. Like, John Bucci-Gross is like the best play-by-play guy. Yeah, there yeah. and he and the Red Wing game. Obviously, the game he called for the Red Wings this year was really exciting.
2: That game was probably the most fun game to watch this season.
1: Yeah, it was a three two loss, arguably overtime, and it was so much fun to watch. I agree. Um, yeah, I've just been really disappointed with everything else. I mean, we look at the the TNT broadcast this year and how exciting that's been. And I mean, I granted I haven't really watched like a broadcast. I've only watched like the um the in between periods clips.
0: Right. Which looked
1: awesome, but I I it just seems so much better over there. And then ESPN yeah. I feel like they have a third of their broadcast team doing okay. And then other otherwise it's just like I'm not it's not selling it for me.
2: Well they actually haven't like put a game on ESPN since like the first game of the year, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's just been ESPN plus. Yeah. Which is I don't know. I find it interesting. I d I don't know what the whole marketing idea there is, but yeah. I'm kinda of just talking out of my ass right now, but I I feel like there should be more, like how much money ESPN just put in the NHL. It should I be everywhere. Like it, it should be more incentive to put it on the TV.
2: I think they might try to be trying to get people to like subscribe to ESPN Plus right now. That's why there's not many. Because I looked like later in the season, there's supposed to be a lot more. Right. So I'm sure that's
1: why, but still weird. It's still weird. Um, this game though, I think, yeah, it was sorrow got it was he was supposed to be the starter, but Sorrow's was. Just, was he? He wasn't put on COVID protocol, but he was a late injury, right? Yeah. So Riddick started, and and then it was also, um, Eckholm that also got put on. But he was also late scratch.
2: I hated. Uh, yeah. Okay. One thing I did hate from the broadcast was uh, I can't even remember her name. Uh,
1: AJ. AJ
2: Musco. Yeah, she was like, all over. I miss Dave Riddick and Calgary and stuff like that. That was bugging me a little bit, not going to lie. I
1: didn't really pay attention to that. I guess I didn't notice that. I thought she was fine. Like, she knows her stuff because she's a really good player.
2: Yeah, I just thought it was weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like, this game, like, really, there was nothing great. Uh, we had <laughs> we had early on, we had another We had another in blunder with him falling and then giving up the breakaway, and then almost tripping the guy to get another penalty. Like, get penalty. He did that twice this game. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, but then we had uh, it was the Vlad. He doesn't get the red or no, he doesn't get the blue line because he just throws it out of play. And his power play, and then you have DeKaiser getting walked, and you have a cider two on one trying to defend. Yeah, two guys, and it goes back to order Johansson, and, and then just yeah, easy goal.
2: Yeah, Duchesne just effortlessly like made DeKaiser look stupid. It was bad.
1: It's almost like he has no upper body strength and can defend. Yeah.
2: I, I just, it sucks that, like, I want to compare, like, Rasmussen to, like, a modern-day forward version of Jonathan Erickson. But I also want to compare Dan Kaiser to a modern-day defensive version of Jonathan Erickson. They're both Jonathan Erickson, except maybe even worse. I miss Jonathan Erickson.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. I you do know, not go that far, but he's in the definitely they're both definitely in the same category. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I miss John Erickson.
1: Yeah, and then it was literally after that goal, like lost momentum. The game was just south from there. We had Roman Yossi danced four Red Wings, did his best impression of McDavid. That goal was yeah. so, that was so nice.
2: He's really good. Oh,
1: he's so good. He said some nice things about most cider, which I appreciated after the game.
2: He might be the best defense for the league. Uh, that's like close. all around, all around, I think he might be the best defensively. He's
1: so good. He's a really underrated. And it's weird saying that about him, but I feel like he's really underrated.
2: I don't think like so you have like Makar and Fox who are like both. He was but
1: he was Makar before Makar was Makar. If that makes sense.
2: Makar and Fox are studs offensively, but they're not as great defensively as like a Yossi and a Headman.
1: Yeah, like uh, Yosi, I feel like. The, the edge work, like the elite edge work from that, he was that before Heiskin and Makar came around. You know what I mean?
2: Makar's edge work's unmatched in the league.
1: I know, but like Yossi was the guy before that, though. Yeah. Like if you think back to the defenseman, I can't think of another defenseman before Makar like and like Makar uh, and Heiskin in there had that good of edge work besides Yossi.
0: Bobby Orr, that's about it. <laughs> Literally.
1: Bobby Orr. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of a red, like a random Red Wing. Uh, Brendan Smith. Yeah, great edge work. Yeah, he did. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. He was
0: actually a decent skater. It yeah, hands. I don't know
1: why. I don't know why he's the first guy I thought of. But, he's uh, an offensive threat. Yeah, that goal was it was weird because I think Horonic went to go poke it, and then the poke hit Yosi's skate, and then it just kept going forward. And then Horonic was already beat. So that was a tough. It was just a tough one to watch.
2: Yeah, That's, at least he tried. It's all
1: you
0: can
1: ask Italy. for. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. yeah, but like
0: Smith,
1: You got to have that.
0: Of, what's that? Speaking of Brendan Smith, I for, completely forgot, and we talked about it like a couple episodes ago, that he was in Carolina. I threw on the Carolina, where they play in the Oilers the other night, last night. Yeah. I threw on that game, and he was, I just like, see number seven, I see Smith, and I'm like, there's no way that's Brendan Smith. And I was like, I was just, like, it threw me off that he was there. I forgot about that. And we talked about it a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, it's funny. So Fugue, like DM. There was like a NHL. You know how NHL like posts like the rosters with like the flags and it's like guess this team. Oh,
2: dude, that took yeah. me ten minutes to figure that. The, out. the Grand Rap- want...
1: the Grand Rapids one.
2: I was trying so hard.
1: Oh, he sent it to me right away. I'm like Brendan Smith. I'm like I didn't even think about it twice. Really? I'm like I'm like who else is playing left? left three left D. couldn't think of D, it. But I played for the Griffins.
2: It took me ten minutes, and I was like, then I started to put together the forwards, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's uh, Teravainen. <laughs> uh and then I'm like, oh, Brendan Smith is
1: the one with the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I only knew it was him because like I mean the season didn't start like that, but like with the like uh they had a bunch of injuries to in defensemen, so I knew it was Brendan Smith then because he was like their eighth defenseman. Actually yeah. it was
2: the goalies first that I figured out because Freddie Anderson Freddie Freddie
1: Anderson for North Norfolk, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then Andy I figured Ronda. that out
1: too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that one was that was funny. But anyway, back to yeah, back to this game. So it was two nothing. Like Larkin hit a crossbar. That that was like the basically the biggest chance it was uh like for that whole period. Um Tolvenin also drilled a crossbar for Nashville. I thought that was a he's goal. so filthy. Ugh, he's really good. I remember Andy, I don't know if you remember this conversation. We this is from our first podcast. We talked about how the Red Wings could trade Nyquist to Nashville for Tolvenin Yeah.
0: <laughs> At the time. At the time, you <laughs> know.
1: And this is like Grant, this is when Tolvenin was tearing up the KHL. Yeah, like it was a point per game in the KHL before he came over to North America. Yeah, he, hilarious. Like, Nashville
0: didn't really give him a sniff at that point. Like mm-hmm. it kind of looked like they're trying to bury him in the sense, even though he was still really young. But you know, and I'm glad.
1: I'm glad after this game that the Michael Razz recent experiment on on the power play ended because mm. he somehow ended up with a puck at, at the point. I don't know what he's doing up there. I don't. That's know a recipe he...
2: for success. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he's playing power play quarterback, but he somehow turn, I mean, somehow he does this all the time. But he turns it over to Philip Forsberg, and Forsberg has a clear cut breakaway. And I'm like, oh, we're so boned. <laughs> There's no way Philip Forsberg's not scoring here. And Ned makes a great save, but it's just, it's honestly just wash, rinse, or repeat with this guy at this point. We should see like a power play
2: where we have like DeKaiser on the half wall, Rasputin run like point. Like, top of the <laughs> umbrella. And then Witter on, the, yeah,
1: on the left. Flank. Oh, so you're saying we, we, we draft up a mean power play? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we so we have we have Rass on the point. We have DeKaiser taking the 1-T spot. Yeah. I think DeKaiser's trunks. taking the
0: face off. Oh, we can well, DeKaiser he takes front the front face of the off, net, but then he gets in the 1-T spot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that,
1: yeah, yeah. he sets up afterwards. Um, we got... I don't know. like Everyone else on the team, like Witter is a good option. Yeah. We could have Lashoff net front, Mark Stahl net front. Yeah, yeah, he's
2: Mark a Stahl, menace front. in front of the net. But I mean, he's, yeah. proven,
0: he, he's proven he can clean up, that's re-backs. what I
2: mean. That's why we have him there. What <laughs> What other reason would we have him there?
0: Didn't, I, I'm pretty sure, not even lying, like he was in front of the like, like when New York like his last few years in New York when they were like absolute dog shit. For, like, I'm pretty sure he was in front of the net like, a couple times in the power play, I think just because crazy. like. Huh? I don't think
1: that happened. I don't think that <laughs> I'm happened. Pretty either. sure he
0: was. <laughs> I hope
1: you're right. I want you to be right. Just realize. I'm pretty this. sure he was
0: because he was. It was yeah. I'm, I swear to God, because he was. He ended up playing like they like you know how they had like Brendan Smith playing forward. They had stalled yeah. that too, and they they just threw him in front of the net because nothing was working.
1: Good stuff. I I want that to be. I want that to be true. I I'm don't know sure. what I'll do if that's true. <laughs> Something irrational. I know Boston did it at one point with Chara. I think he was playing that front at one point. Yeah, but he's six yeah. foot nine. Yeah, Mark Salt's big boy. He's six like six four. I can't wait till we have Elmer. That's
0: that front. Yeah, yeah, that'd be unreal. Can we talk about it? he had
1: he had two goals this week, right, in Champions League? Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, against. he Yeah, so he's got ten him. goals. He's got ten goals in the year in the SHL, but then I think Champions League gets another like
0: five. Yeah, yeah it how they do that.
2: That's Isaac. Well, champion, it's the same. It's uh, the same way. I, under, I only understand Cascio. it now. What's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's Isaac Rosen and Cascio's team, right?
1: Casquio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andy, so I only understand how this works because of I watch Premier League now, mm-hmm. for soccer. It's it's the same setup. So like it's the top European leagues, like the um the German league, the the uh, Swiss league, Finnish. I don't think the I don't think Russia competes in it, but Finland's um, not in it. Finland, Finland's not in it no I thought they were maybe it's Austria is Austria in it maybe
0: I don't know Austria would be in the Dell I'm pretty sure
1: no Austria is its own league is it yeah
0: oh yeah it's Yeah, yeah it German
1: is. Swiss Czech oh it's a Czech league I'm thinking of but anyway it's the top four teams from that last year and they compete in a tournament going on the next year so gotcha. for one for one last year was a top four team and then they play against top four teams they like re they re-divide con- conferences with four divisions, I think. Or four teams. Uh, In,
0: like, the middle of the season. Four like. leagues.
1: Yeah, like, it, they take random breaks throughout the year. Yeah, it's the same throw- thing. F- What's that? Go ahead.
0: It, well, the reason why it throws me off is because, like, like this time of year, you'll have the Champions League tournament going oh, right. on, and then, mm-hmm. like, other leagues will have, like, their breaks and for, like, other tournaments. Right. And then, all of a sudden, box like, the 26th Boxing Day for you Canadians, Garth, um, yep.
1: I'm I'm pumped for boxing guy.
0: Okay. <laughs> Are you <laughs> so sure it's, it's the top four teams?
1: Yes. Positive? Yep.
2: i sure you. I'm then,
1: 90% oh. sure. Because why. I don't think Vax shows in it. Well, I think it's so it's Leskins, uh Rolando, Rolanda, Rogla.
2: Rogla. And I don't know who the fourth team is. I don't think I've seen I, Vaxio on the uh, Champions League list. I'm
1: I'm almost positive it is because like I, I I don't it'd be like the same setup as Premier League, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm not sure.
1: Either way, I don't I know they hadn't not Felda had an 11-1 game against uh was it it wasn't Mannheim, it was um It was
2: Mannheim, I'm pretty
1: sure. It was Mannheim.
2: Yeah.
1: I thought it was um no. I thought it was Berlin. No, it was Mannheim. Interesting, wow, yeah, was, that was a bad game. Like, Blum had like three points that game. Comical, I can't wait to have a 6'8, 240 pound top six winger. It's to meet. so yeah, fun,
2: yeah. That'll be fun.
1: Pulling oh. off a
0: Michigan move.
1: <laughs> I, he, he, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be him. He's the he's our didn't best he attempt, at this point. Didn't
0: he attempt it at the real juniors? No, he, he, kept, he
1: kept going in between the legs. He scored oh, two in between right. the that's legs. Right. Goal,
0: yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right,
1: dirty. He was just yeah. a power play guy and just sit in front, and then just Raymond would pass it to like the off his like strong side, like he's a lefty. He's yeah. calling for it off the post, and then he just pulls him between his legs in front.
2: To your right, Finland, is in it?
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's Finland, Czech, uh, maybe Switzerland's not in it. No, Switzerland's there in, in it. So it's all five. Aust-
2: oh, it's all five. Okay. But Skepta. Sklefia. Rogla.
1: Lexans... And for Rolanda. Rolanda and... those five.
2: And Vaxo. Oh. So sure? it's
0: a 25-team tournament?
2: I guess maybe so. not. Maybe not Vaxo. Oh, yeah, not. Okay. it says they played uh, Tapra.
1: Yeah, okay. All right, so yeah. that'd have to be it then. Interesting. Five's, in a, five's a weird number. That
2: is a very weird number.
1: 20 teams, though, if you're... So you know that yeah. So you, so you know this game name game is garbage when we're just talking about if teams are in the Champions League or not. It's good yeah. conversation. It's a great conversation. I'm not try to have this one, but uh, literally the best part of this game and Grant Grant like I texted about this. Giovanni Smith fighting Ben Harper. That's what the Red Wings really needed, and Giovanni Smith kicked the shit out of Ben Harper. It was that was hilarious. It was a really good fight, and Ben Harper is huge. For anyone, I, know, would, like, I, I wouldn't say kick this
2: shit. Harper got a lot of good licks in. He just ended up going down. I thought that was just like a pretty even fight.
1: Giovanni's pretty good. Like aside from the Lucic fight, we're gonna ignore that one because Lucic is a menace. It's he's pretty good at staying on his feet. He's he's good at staying on his feet. Yeah, he, yeah. He's not like he might not win them all, but like he's Giovanni's a, a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's, like that's
0: the thing. I don't care if he wins them. Show up for him, like you know, step mm-hmm. up. That's the same same saying for everyone, like. We've heard it through since the seventies, eighties. Doesn't matter right. if you win. It's nice if you win them, but
2: you know what I wanna see? I wanna see like if you like put Rasmussen in Giovanni's shoes, just see Rasmussen get his ass kicked by Ben Harper. <laughs> guy
0: guy falls Is that down bad skating over the blue line? He, he That's play.
1: what I mean. Like his balance. I don't think Ra- I don't think he's had a fight yet in his career. No.
0: I, don't, I
2: know it's like like you don't expect people to fight, but isn't it weird that he's kinda like not had a fight?
1: He like, he rarely even like, he sometimes gets a little feisty, but like, not really either. Like, he's kind he, of just he gets there.
2: feisty, like, because he's like, like, trying to like, like swap people away from him. Like, he's like scared for any body contact.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's funny because I don't see him ever like get mad or telling a guy to fuck off or anything, even. Like, like, he's, he just shows up. It looks like his lips are fucking zippered t- together. Doesn't yeah. do anything effective.
1: They actually
2: might be zipped together. That's a good. Like point.
0: I, I, don't see him. I don't hear like see him chirping or like telling a guy mm. like to f off or like, or anything. I like. It.
1: Yeah, that was the he was the cherry on top for the Ken Holland draft era. Yeah, that was a really good pick. <sighs> is it bad that Gus Lindstrom is the best pick in the 2017 draft for the Red Wings? Yeah, which a six yeah. defenseman. We miss Gus Lindstrom this week. For sure, and Mark Stahl, and Mark Stahl, we miss Mark Stahl bad. I think I was having just... this conversation with Dad,
2: and he was like, well, "We're or I don't know, you were talking about who we're missing." And I was talking about how Gus Lindstrom and Mark Stahl bring so much like stability. Yeah, they're not flashy at all. They're just not going to hurt you.
1: Yeah, and I like I I kept saying this. I was very anti Gus Lindstrom coming into the season, and he's really changed my tune. And I think he, I think he's a solid third pairing defenseman. We should be excited about. I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong. Yeah, I'm happy to be wrong. He's young too. He's only 22. Yeah,
2: a lot of growth there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying
1: it doesn't have to be growth
2: into like offense, but there's little kinks in his game, like defensively. yeah, I said, I yeah, I said that when we up. played
1: when we played the Las Vegas game. I, I, Las Vegas. I want him to be Zach Whitecloud. Yeah, yeah. Zach Just... Whitecloud is so good. Yeah, good in his role, eat, p- eat pucks, and be able to play 17 minutes. And Zach right. Whitecloud will, once in a while, he'll just
2: nip. I talked about the Game 7 goal against Minnesota. That was the most electrical in hockey history. Yeah. A little junction action, Game 7 against the Wild in Vegas. Most electrical mm-hmm. in history. That's pretty sweet. Dirty. That's pretty sweet.
1: Um, so I suppose we'll get back to this game, unfortunately. I'm done to talk about Whiteclouds f- some more. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a guy who plays in <laughs> the Red Wings or in this game. Um, but with the fight and sparked, uh, we had Robbie is yeah, Robbie Fabry, a little power play action. Yeah, um, that was cool. You know, Fabry, I think this week, regardless, I mean, he he scored three goals this week, so maybe I should stop talking. But I don't know, at times he looks like he's over his head on the first line. I'll admit it. I don't know if you guys see it the same way, but yeah, I just think
2: there's no one else you can throw there. That's gonna look any better,
1: right? No, no, I agree. He's the best option, but yeah, yeah. Um, With that goal, we had a nice point shot from Sider, and then Suter uh, kept like knocked it loose. And uh, Suter, I think at this point he had a six-game point streak.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and then he it it got it ended against St. Louis, but then he had an, an assist against Colorado, so he's been really great recently. Yep. I guess, I don't know if I said this to anyone, but like I've kind of viewed the Red Wings forwards. I think that three guys have been pretty consistent the past couple of weeks, and it's uh Larkin Raymond Suter. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like whoever shows up afterwards is bonus, like with this yeah. team. Like Fabry's been there sometimes. I think uh has been there.
2: I think nemesnikov has been pretty consistent all season comparatively to everyone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I so mean, too, just his offensive flashes are the inconsistency, but his regular play has been pretty consistent. I, I try
2: not to think about that though, because he's not supposed to be a guy that's gonna bring you offense.
0: Yeah, right. He's, he's I mean. overdoing
2: himself offensively, then we get these expectations that we shouldn't
0: have for a guy like him.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's, good. that's, that's a good
0: what, way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting at. Like his offensive flashes are nice and the but the rest of his game has still been pretty solid. Like yeah he's doing what he's he's doing his job. He's playing his role pretty consistently.
2: Man, a guy like him is like like good, no matter where you are in like playoffs at the deadline, a guy like him gets really interesting because you can probably get good value from him. And if you that's, don't expect to be a team that's gonna make it out of the first round, that's really interesting to me. If you're just proving he's, Burving,
1: he's, him. he's a good third line player. Well, that's what well, I mean. Like he's a, is,
0: a player that's hard to find. This is what mm. came to my mind too. So does he like come trade deadline? Do you think like a team like Tampa, who lost their identity line, which was their third line last year, tries to pick him back up because that'd be the perfect fit.
1: Andy. That would be a really, you know, good what I fit. mean, that's like, the like perfect that's... fit because he has he does have some skill where he can bring a little bit of offense. And right now, that I don't know if you've looked at Tampa's lines with like they've been ravaged through injury, but like Santos yeah. is playing first line center. They don't have Sorelli. I think
0: they have. It's no, May- no he, he's hurt. He has a fishbowl on. Last game I watched, which oh, was- he did? okay. Yep, yeah, I saw. One one side.
1: Side. I saw at one point Ross Colton was playing second line center. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then like typically, I noticed like obviously because Hounds fan, uh, mm-hmm. Bor- like it was Boris Katchouk was either playing then Radish was scratch or other way around. But they've both been playing together. They've both
2: been yeah.
1: They've
0: been playing a lot. <clears throat> late as of late because of the injuries. So like that, that's what, what it was like to like they're alternating to start the year. Right, and like the last like three weeks plus, maybe they've been playing together a lot. So like that's what made me start thinking: to like, do they try and reach back for a guy like Vlad because they know like he had like you said he has a skill, but he's he's also a third line player that's gonna make that team a lot deeper. Which that's how they won their last two like the last two years. And Vlad's a he's
1: he's kind of a playoff player. Like he's pretty yeah. he's pretty nasty in in some ways.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not he's just aggressive
1: and. I love
0: that skill comes out in those intense games with them too. But on the other
2: hand, like, let's say we do squeak into a playoff spot somehow, some odd way. How fun would it be to watch Vlad in the playoffs? Like, in the Red Wings, he loves the Red Wings. He probably wants
1: to stay in Detroit. Well, if, yeah, I know. Obviously, it doesn't happen this way. Like, once you get traded, it seems like a little muddy, but like, if only if you could get like a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink action with Stevie on the way out. Yeah. We'll you, bring you, us a, you bring us a third round pick, we'll uh we'll sign you back to a nice little term, you know, like three year contract. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Three by two and a three half. By three three, three half. by three. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah, obviously Vlad's kind of been a bright spot on the bottom six where there's been not having there's been lackluster of guys securing spots. And I keep
2: forgetting about Mitchell Stevens that we're missing him still. And he was yeah, a great yeah. spot earlier in the season. I honestly
1: he, – he that fourth line center spot hasn't been an issue. Like Carter Rowney's done fine.
2: No, he has done fine. But or Stevens brings that like kind of excitement with his speed, and he just brings a lot of energy.
0: I agree. I agree Rowney,
1: yeah. Rowney's not as energetic, but he does a good job. He's, he's, he's pretty inoffen- – he's inoffensive. So. He doesn't really do much offensively. He doesn't give up a lot defensively. Ago. It's yeah. been that third line that's that I've I've had the biggest issue with, like not Vlad's fault, but um actually Vlad was playing was playing second line this week, yeah he
0: was the guy moved up, but the main the main roster like the mainstay he's typically on the third right, right or third line sorry yeah, yeah he's playing third line
1: um we get back to this game because we keep uh, this game sucked so we can I think this was the worst game all week personally all three were horrible all three were bad but like I think this game had. Actually,
2: the Colorado game was kind of entertaining. It just was
1: not. Yeah, chaos. But, um, so we had the weirdest. Cider goes to throw it up the boards, and it hits Gagne's feet, and then it bounces all the way back somehow to the in front to Nick Cousins, who has the easiest pot in goal. Like, what kind of bounce is that? Yeah,
2: that's Uh, right. Nick Cousins.
1: Nick? Did Nick Cousins play for the Sioux? Yes, he did. Okay, I thought so. I was like, I don't, know, I, I don't know why I thought of that, but I'm like, I think he played for the Sioux.
0: Yeah, he did. He played for the Hounds for a few years. He was nasty.
1: Yeah, he's just like it's been like a he's like a third, fourth line guy I like his whole career, but he's not bad. Yeah, <clears> yeah. That was it was if a nice move, but like that play should never happen. I don't know cousin, how.
0: Yeah, no. It, okay, uh, I, I saw that. No, yeah, that play shouldn't happened. You're right. I was yeah. just gonna touch on cousins quick, but okay. Um,
1: oh. Ro- yeah, so Roman Yosi, that was just. He had three points, three, three goals. Like all on like points on all three goals. Insane. Yeah. And then the, the game idea. just the, the game just got out of hand over here. Uh Rasmussen ices the puck because he can't he can't get the line. Uh loses the face off. Tolvin and scores off a, a redirect. And yeah. And then uh Rasmussen actually scored after this. Really nice play from Vlad and Ernie, and then Rasmussen. I don't think he was aiming there. You can't tell me he was trying to score that.
2: I don't think he's ever trying to do anything. I think he's just out there. He kind of looks like he's playing men's league.
1: He's
2: <laughs> he just is. kind of he's kind of just skating he's around. And... The, he's the defensive center in men's league. He back checks <laughs> and stuff.
1: Oh, it's so funny. Kind of, yeah. Um, it was a so nice shot. Not- there's like looking nice at the re- centers, I would rather over him. if you look at if you look at the replay, it was a nice shot like it was a it was a nice play it was a really nice play, but like also like he I, you can't tell me he was trying to aim that like he wasn't aiming there I'll tell you one thing,
2: I'm never happy when roster scores
1: <sighs> yeah like, i I literally tweeted from the account I'm like he scores, I guess <laughs> there's just, everyone else who'd rather score
2: even on the other team
1: <laughs> you go
2: through the whole roster, yeah, each roster.
1: Underrated storyline we didn't talk about yet uh, Dan Kaiser came back this game And we've lost all three games since It's not a It's not a surprising storyline I said an underrated storyline that we haven't touched on yet I never right. said it was surprising I said underrated <laughs> There's a key difference there what you're saying Yeah
2: I know I'm sorry I, I just My expectations are so low when the didn't line up
0: Yeah <laughs> we should. It's good, uh... it's
2: good for a minus two each game
0: yeah (laughs) i was just gonna say we should uh there's there should be like a because like we're talking about our men's league game today because we're just god awful we're like there should be a handicap system in hockey where (laughs) like because like i said like the team we're playing against was just stacked and like we had guys that can barely skate (laughs) so like they should do that one to kaiser and rasmussen on the ice
2: yeah it should be like a thing where we have the option to start down two to zero Go no, based
0: off of the, like NHL 22 ratings. So, right. yeah, no, we get, we, we
2: get to we get to start no. with two. We get to start with a two zero lead, or we could do that. But I'm thinking we can we get to choose if we want the Kaiser and Rasmussen in our lineup, starting with us winning two to zero, or we can start without them losing two to
1: zero. Oh, <laughs> I don't know which one I take. I think
0: it depends take who losing. we're playing. Yeah,
1: Dep- that is the key. Qu- that is playing <laughs> like Colorado. You got to take that lead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And even and then, you, gotta, you you
1: and then you just got to limit the bench.
0: Well, <laughs> even then, Colorado—they were playing against the Rangers this last last weekend. They were down like two nothing, and then they had a five-six goal second period. Yeah. So like,
1: <laughs> they have uh, Colorado's been in how many? Are they, I saw our. So for hockey hound, I might have a group chat for. They had the seven
2: goals in the last three games. Each each yeah. So yeah. the Colorado games.
1: the Colorado writer like mentioned that in the group chat, and I said I don't know what's more imp- I don't know if that's like that's cool and all, but the Red Wings have given up 18 goals the past three games. What's more important? Yeah, green jacket, pick. green jacket, baby. We're not even in clo- I don't think we're even close to the green jacket. Montreal has 20 regulation loss losses this year. So they have 20, 20 regulation, yeah, they're a wagon that's great yeah it's crazy uh um, wagon with the wheels off <laughs> might have like maybe like the most like noteworthy thing that happened for the red wings this game is you hit cider really hard in the boards and cider like it did- looked like he didn't know where he was for a few seconds um obviously it turned out he was fine it was all good i almost had to scrap my story which i was a little bit scared about because i was writing about cider but uh and i was about to release it and i I got nervous, so I started another one that I might come back to this week. But um, what do you guys think of the hit?
0: I didn't see it, so you did not see it. Okay, no, I, I did not was, see
1: that. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a
2: bad hit. I can't remember uh,
1: just, exactly. Just, why just, it yeah, was just kind bad. of, kind of explain it, and I'll try to send. I'll send it to Andy quick. Uh, okay,
2: it was a weird hit where he kind of. The direct contact was the head, and his like neck kind of whipped back and hit a hit the glass. Is that right, Garth? I can't really remember.
1: Yeah, it, it you know like it kind of looked like he rode up a little bit and then um it was kind of a weird connection. I watched it quite a few times before I formed an
2: opinion.
0: Uh, yeah, at first
1: I didn't it think was it was scary. that bad. Andy, I just Andy, I just sent it
0: to you. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Okay, checking it out get a live reaction to this. Let's
1: see. Yeah, this is really good pod this is really good audio for podcasting. Just like us. <laughs> just- That's no, funny. Yeah. We're just sitting there.
0: Yeah, sorry. We- I wasn't sure if you guys could hear the because I I heard the announcing. like the Like so yeah, sure it
1: got- you- yeah, it cut out for a second though, so it's all good. So we don't have to worry okay. about worrying about that. But
0: but yeah like he like kind of like jumps at him.
1: Like, yeah, it was it weird. like
0: he he jumped like like he like kind of squatted down and then jumped up through the hit. So That's yeah. I didn't think it was a good hit. No. Yeah,
1: and we had, we had uh we had Dan Renoff standing up for Cider, which was I mean, the thought was there. He fell immediately.
2: I don't care. Oh, Dan Renuff's beauty Better than DeKaiser. True. True.
1: Uh yeah, other than that like the awful game, no offense. Cider uh, ended up being okay, so that's the positive, right? Um, and It was the next game I was wrong. So next game, Vlad and Zadina switched spots. So Zadina didn't play in the second line that first okay. game. But again, like I, I kind of like, I'm, I like that Vlad got rewarded a little bit. I think he played power play this game too, which I liked. Like he's earned it. And I don't know, in Zadina, like he needs to get something going. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. got, yeah. So I respect the, the lineup change. And um, Fabry got a little. Uh, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, Fabry got a he got a nod after the, like the first commercial break, because his first game back in St. Louis. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, meant to, I meant to mention, St. Louis played a, a guy down. I think they played eleven forward sixty, due to cap issues.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay, I thought I saw something on that, but I wasn't sure. Is because they're COVID and they couldn't call anyone up because COVID, you don't get cap relief from COVID, which is like uh-huh. something like Friedman's been reporting for a while. And like St. Louis has been clamoring for it for a while. Yeah. Same issue earlier this year.
0: Yeah, because I saw that too, that something, like I saw Friedman's like the thread on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And some people are like talking about like how for maybe like after Christmas, they're going to reinstate kind of like a taxi squad rule again. I think there needs to be
1: something done. Like I, I like honestly, like the like a a COVID relief cap situation. I, I agree. Like I, I think that should be a thing.
0: Yeah. Like like technically, if you're if you're out for COVID protocol or like for instance, not that it matters because we have lots of cap space, but like Bertuzzi's out for two weeks. He's out for fourteen days. Yeah. Now he'll be the only person in the league because of the, the vaccine thing that would be out for fourteen days. Correct. But. For however long they're out for, that should not, in my opinion, go against the cap because it's kind of like a, it's not an LTIR, but it's a it's an injured reserve spot. Yeah, they can't
1: they can't play until they test like they test out of it. So it's, yeah, it's not or, really or like
0: quarantine period or yeah.
1: I think there's definitely should be a conversation be and even like I know the taxi squads kind of suck for the guys that are on the taxi squad, right? For sure. Like if you look at the Red Wings, like the guys would be in the taxi squad are probably like. Unfortunately, like Calvin Pickard's gonna be stuck there again, which sucked. Yeah, actually, no, he, he, Red he Red wasn't. Red no, he wasn't actually. It was, um, they stuck, uh, what's his name, Fulcher, all year up there for the Red Wings. They, he was the third goalie because they just didn't, he didn't play. Like, they're just like, yeah, whatever, you can sit there and enjoy your paycheck, which is, I mean, honestly, not that bad. But, um, but you, you, like, this year would be guys like Dan Renuff that'd be on there. Like, maybe Taro you would get called up. It's just like, I don't know. I, I'd rather them play, but also, like, at this point, like you never know, which is kind of what the Red Wings did with uh, they're calling up Chris Colo and all those guys. It was almost like they had a little taxi squad, but they were right. play. exactly. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I
0: saw something that like on the tweet or the Twitter thread there that the, the teams or some, some certain GMs were like asking for it, but the players association didn't want it because of that reason, like, right. Like, the players that were on, like, would be on the taxi squad, they want to play, like, because there's an AHL season this year, that like, a full mm-hmm. AHL season where they could play. Right. But, like, maybe, like, an emergency call-up list where, like, you have your five guys, which would be your taxi squad, essentially, that, you know, like, if they come out, if you get called up for that situation, they don't go against the cap or the cap relief of the injured player or the COVID player. That is, is – I
1: like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, something like that, like –
1: <laughs> but like, they're, I look, guess they're have like a reserve list basically
0: yeah and like so they can still be down in like grand rapids for our farm team but they're like first call like last no, last minute notice i'll oh, get over to detroit or wherever the wings are playing type of deal but right but yep. yeah no, it's definitely there's tough talks it. there, there's talks about it apparently so
1: and i want to i want to look up a tweet here but uh the Reddings went down like early this game and Nathan Walker scored both goals early. The Aussie. Mm-hmm. I'm, try- I'm trying to look up a tweet. It was so funny. Uh, it was from Prashanth Iyer. Here we go. Okay, so the Reddings have given up 20 hat-tricks since um, I think it's 2015, this list is. Right, which is like the second most in the NHL. Uh, and it's always random dudes. We're like, we've always joked about that. Like, you want to hear like the last couple?
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Nathan, Nathan Walker ended up scoring a hat trick in this game, which he had three career goals before this. He just died.
0: Total Bergeron,
1: goal. obviously, is a really great player. So we don't have to like that's. But Matthew Perot, fourth line player. Uh, Victor Arvidsson, I guess he's not, that's a normal one. But Rocco Grimaldi, Pew Suter. Nobody knew Pew Suter didn't have a single goal before that.
0: Right,
1: Eberle, Ovechkin, Horvat, Barbashev, Shaw, Pavelski, Ovechkin, pa- Pasta. So I guess there's a bunch of names other than that. But like, Colton Sevier randomly's on there. Paul Byron. Yeah, it's not great for the Red Wings. It just always seems like there's a hat trick, and truth be told, they're second in the NHL. Second in the NHL s- since that stat, which is I think is really really funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> that's that first one
1: was that first one was so weird and it deflected off DK where it went in between Ned's five hole. So yeah, it was like kind of like a top of the circle shot. that was a nothing shot through traffic and it goes off to Kaiser's stick and then it goes through the five hole. And the second one was like a, he had a really nice, almost a Matthews like drag from the circle and snipes Ned Alkovich. And I was surprised. Grant, we talked, we talked about this, that we were surprised that Ned Alkovich, we thought Ned Alkovich would start against Colorado for sure.
2: Yeah, I completely thought he would. I didn't think they'd start to develop Nedalkovich, especially against the Blues after he had that really hot game against them. I thought he'd change it up.
1: I thought it just made the most sense like to have Grice against the, the weaker of the two. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean ended up Ned Grice ended up going into this game, but also yeah. I
2: mean, like I just kind of figured after you have a hot game against the team. They're going to be, like, trying to figure you out that whole time in between up until they play you. And it seems like they figured him out and got in his yeah. head pretty quickly.
1: And I didn't really think it was, like, that bad of a period. Like, the first, like, five minutes was all red wings. I thought they did really well. And then, like, kind of after the second goal, they brought it back. Um, A line that Blashill had from, like, after power points and penalty kills was Valano Ernie, and Zadina. I thought they had a couple of really good shifts this game. It's an interesting combination. I actually kind of liked it. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't watch. Oh, that's right. You didn't. They, they had like two or three shifts together and like they actually had quite a bit of zone pressure. They didn't spend a lot of time in the defensive zone. Because yeah. um, they, I, I, they played, played each other. Like that would be a great third line. If the Red Wings were to like go with that right now. Yeah. I'd, I'd be. And then you have Rasmussen. I don't know. Wherever. I don't care this point in the EC. Yeah, he honestly, if he can make he it he
2: captain the walleye.
1: I was thinking I thought about this to myself, but if we switched Elmer Soderbloom and Michael Rasmussen, who would have more success in what league?
2: Oh, are you saying like in so Rasmussen in the SHL? SHL so are Soder- you saying
1: like you switch them and who would have more success? Yep.
0: Like immediately like this like tomorrow. Yeah, this
1: instant if you if you switch these players right now. Who'd, who'd be better in what league? I think I think Soderbaum, To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm being. Be cl- I'm I'm not even trying to be funny either. This is a serious question.
0: That that's a tough one too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I literally don't think he has no offensive ability. Rasmussen. He has so is not Soderbaum's no. going to
2: have like he he could step on and have really good line mates right away, where Rasmussen's going to be put in the SHL, and honestly, it's a lot different.
0: I think Soderbaum... Yeah, but- but I, 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 part of the reason why I think Rasmussen's a, like struggling is he's afraid to get hit. So yeah. like in, in the SHL, like we have a little bit of extra room on the ice up there, like you know, maybe you do a little bit better. I don't know. I think it's but an like, interesting,
1: like, it's an interesting it, thought.
0: Yeah, like I, I still think Soderblom, but like it, it would, it'd be <laughs> interesting. Like there's some things, there's some variables to, to add in there, right? Like you think about. I, it. I just
2: think it'd be interesting to send him back to Austria, let him develop like, for 10 more years.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not on his ELC anymore, so you can't just loan him out like that.
2: Oh, uh, well, we can cut him and then loan him out. Free agency. Um, so we, had to... a,
1: we had Robbie Fabry score two goals. He has three goals in the year now against the Blues. I mean, it's all the games they're going to play, but two goals this game. Both really nice goals. I mean, one was in garbage time, but whatever. Um, both, the first goal was uh, the rookies just showed off completely. Cider, great zone entry. <laughs> To Larkin, who Larkin beams it across to Raymond, like it was off the boards, right on his tape, and then Raymond kind of just touches it to Fabry with a really nice shot above the glove of Lind, or no, above the blocker of Lindgren, Locker. short side, because Lindgren catches Oppo. So I've, yeah, I flipped, but uh, real, it's so nice
0: to watch. I, I saw that one on Twitter and uh, saw the highlight clip of it, and like I can't remember who it was that tweeted up. They said. Like Mo Cider needs to get credit for an assist on this one, making this play. Yeah, so there was no a third, part, like the
1: third assist.
0: Yeah, the third assist. He said, just because of that. And then obviously, like, then he like goes on. It's like, he's like, or no, he's, uh, he said Fabry can, uh, can, at the end of it, he said Fabry can thank Mo and Raymond for this or something like that. I was like, huh, oh, true. It's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like that, the yeah, zone entry, he cuts through, I think he cut through two guys in the neutral zone for Cider. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I set up the play Raymond with a really, really smart play on that, and just dish because he didn't have a great shot, and he just over to Fabry changes the angle completely.
0: Yeah,
1: I liked it because there was there was some I liked it because there was some booing and some cheering in St. Louis with Fabry scored, so I I like that. It's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Larkin, like right away, like momentum came back to Detroit. I think Larkin hit a post, and then after that, um. Red Wings, Red Wings, again, they're penalty trouble, and then Pareco scores right after a power play, which is 5-on-5, five five technically, but, I mean, all the momentum was from Pareco. like, or it was from the power play, it just happened, the guy got got out off the ice, and Pareco cleans up a rebound. Right. And that was, that was kind of it for the Red Wings, that kind of just deflated their balloon, and Ned got pulled to start the third, just to get some momentum. And it was really it wasn't much after that, like, Nathan Walker scored his Hattie, I, I I made a note of this that um Cider looks like the best Red Wing in this game. And I think he might be the best Red Wing on the team. And I'm not trying to be funny. It's it's not
2: a at this point in time, I don't think it's a he might be. I think he is. Which is scary to think about that a 20-year-old's your best player. But I 20, legit 20-year-old
0: 20 defenseman.
2: I legitimately think right now he's the most impactful player in uh yeah, I'm going to say it in this draft and
1: on the team. So I wrote my uh, – I'm going to plug my shit, sorry. But, oh, yeah, uh, plug it. Yeah. So I wrote about how most ciders should be the favorite for the Calder Trophy, and I think that's – and this is with Raymond. He has 24 points in 27 games. Like, Raymond's been fantastic this year.
0: Right.
1: And this is cider's just been that good. And when you compare him to – I compared him to Kale McCarr from last year, or the 2020 year. Excuse me, when he won the Calder, he had more points. But Kale McCarr was also playing with Ryan Graves, and Ryan Graves was a very—he—he was—he's a, a very good stand home defenseman. Yeah, whose slider been playing with all year?
2: Yeah, I mean he's had three different partners, the, both and, and one—the
1: the one that was helping him the most was only for like seven or eight
2: games. Yeah. Right, and then I would say more than half the year he spent with the Kaiser.
1: And you just yeah, see
2: I, like how much like easier it is for Sider when He's spending time with either Letty or Osterley.
1: Yeah, I think Osterley's been fine. But again, he's not, like I said, this an article. He's he's not a top four defenseman. Well, he's he's not, but he's better than DeKaiser. I, can I, agree. I agree. I agree. Mean, DeKaiser's not even an NHL defenseman. That's what no. I'm saying. DeKaiser De, like Osterley's fine. Like he's he's okay, but he's not ideal. Like he can skate and move the puck, which is honestly like your bare minimum for defenseman. Yeah. And then, whatever, yeah, whatever you get else is bonus. And I like it it's just was... w- weird the D structure that we have because I don't think
2: we have a fourth defenseman that can play in the top four. We don't. We don't. We have four defensemen that are bottom pairing guys: Mark Stahl, Lindstrom, Statcher, and Osterley.
1: I hate that. Like the it seems like Blashill's so anti playing four right handed defenseman, but I'd really be curious to see what Troy Statcher could do on that first pairing with Cider.
2: I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Why? I'm almost okay with playing, oh, I don't know. I I don't th- think Stetchers No, well, maybe. He would give him stability on the back end. But That's I what I'm like saying like Stetcher is a
1: defensive defenseman. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he can skate. Idea. Like he can keep up to that speed too, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: of those top end guys. And I'd just miss him because he just soaks the pills on the kill. Kind of like or
2: mess. I wouldn't be opposed to even trying like I was gonna say him with Heronic, but it's two really small defensemen. Stetcher, you mean? Yeah, Stetcher and Horonic and then Letty and Cider back together.
1: I'd even go, like, Gus Lindstrom and Horonic, because Horonic's kind of like a wild card a little bit sometimes. So I'd that's, like Gus Lin- Yeah. Gus Instrument might make a little more sense there. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, Letty and Cider were very good. And Letty and Horonic ha- at times have been good, but other times, like, it's been kind of a shit show, like, what we get. On the other
2: hand of that, I don't want to give... Winston too overwhelming of a role right now. I kind of want him. I to agree. Like,
1: I agree. Let him develop a little slower. I think I, he's I can doing a really that.
2: good job, and I I like him where he's at right now.
1: Yeah, I know, but like, I'm not not like on he, the
2: injured list. I like him when he's yeah. Helping. He's been on the
1: injured. He's been on the injured list twice this year. And it kind of sucked both times. Like we both both times he like it like, kind of. We've been in the middle of uh what my oh losing streaks. Holy shit! My my brain yeah. is shorted. Um. But yeah, like I, I only say that because like Troy Stetcher was able, like him and Mark Stahl were a pretty solid pairing last year.
0: Yeah, they were our best shutdown pair, especially on the penalty kill.
1: Right. I like the only big bad thing I can think of the Stetcher Stahl pairing was uh, remember when Kursev danced the Red Wings Grant? Yeah, that one game, he oh, he walked both of them. That was the filthy. Kershev, he's in the doghouse, now. He's been scratched in Chicago. Yeah, we should trade for him. I'd love to I'd give love him to. like a, a seven. Eden wants to trade for Kershev. He just slammed really? the door again. Yeah, he he loves Kershev. Yeah, he's listening. Yeah, he, he, he's like our he's number a, one listener. Eden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a huge fan. Um, yeah, this game, I don't. I yeah, the rest of the game kind of sucked. Um, we had Tori Krug trying to fight. Was it? Was he? Yeah, he was trying. To, I think he was going out with Cider a little bit, which was, was pretty he? funny. Yeah, him and Sider pushing each other. I didn't see any of that. I, who else was? He was. He, oh no no! It was Luke, maybe it was Luca? It was Raymond, I think. Raymond and him were chirping each other. I think.
2: Actually, I did see that. I think
1: they were chirp. They were chirping each other. It was, pretty, it was pretty funny. Um, we had Raymond with the really really nice stretch pass to Fabry in garbage time. It was like four minutes in a whatever five one game, but it was I mean nice nice move and a really great pass.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy that Fabry scored two goals in St. Louis. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, it's not a Jacob Dale Rose hat trick in Detroit that he scored last time when they played in Detroit, but it was pretty cool. Jacob Dale Rose
1: scored it. No, He I, didn't score hat trick. I was kidding. Yeah, I was because say. we we traded him. Yeah. I can't I, don't,
2: I, I, can't. I don't think he can score in the SHL. <laughs> I don't think Actually, he has... scored the other day. For who oh, did? For It's hilarious. Yeah, he's in the SHL. Um, he's, on the, he's on the yeah, he's yeah, he on the fourth line on Albert Johansson's team.
0: Jesus, he's the Christ. fourth line
1: center for Vargas. How how, how the mighty crazy? have fallen! How the mighty isn't have fallen!
0: It, isn't that crazy how guys will? I mean, not that he had a ton of success, but he was an everyday lineup guy for a couple teams. Well, you know, I sharp. just think
2: it's it's crazy we traded for a a probably a forty point guy for an SHL fourth line center. Right now is what he is.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. That's
2: so crazy to think about.
1: It's hilarious, like how good that Fabry trade is. Regardless, of what we think of Fabry right now, like he's an okay second line player, but like still like, a third line, like a really good third line player. It's hard to find.
2: I'm interested to see like what he would do on like a third line of a good team.
1: I think he'd do really well at this yeah. point because I mean, in St. Louis, he was his confidence was so shattered with injury and stuff, and now well, he yeah. gets traded. Now, like I'm not again, I, I I'm open to keeping Fabry. Like I, I'm, I like Fabry a lot, like Nemesnikov a lot, but like they're it, depending what, depending what they're asking. I'm, I'm willing well, to it's
2: just like what you talked about quite a bit. Like one of the episodes prior is where do you value your core? Is it this 26 range right now? Like with Larkin, mm-hmm. Bertuzzi, Fabry, because Fabry's not the best player to like consider one of your core players, but if you're having him as a third line piece and bringing in young guys and thinking they're going to succeed, Fabry's not a bad guy to have on a 3rd line or a fringe second-liner. Him and
0: Vlad not. together on that 3rd yeah. line. Yeah, I, I, I am you know. so
2: okay. We just have to find a center, and if Villano can step Pew into Suter. that
0: role.
1: Pew Suter.
2: Yeah. And he, then oh. find a second-line center. I think first we're
1: line. our shutdown line is just this wrong thing. Like, Pew Suter's been so good defensively, and if he was a third-line shutdown center, I think it'd be, we'd be having a totally different discussion because he's been really good shutting down lines. Yeah. When he's when he's been out there against
2: even like, like McDavid, he played really yeah, no, that's well was, against McDavid.
1: That's what I was saying. He's like, not Sander's gonna been, like
2: kill you with like his speed or anything, but he does a good job.
1: He's been really great in the penalty kill too. I've really liked him in the penalty kill. Yeah. He's been he hasn't been a great power play guy, but even strength and penalty kill, like he's been good. Yeah. Um so yeah, this is the game. The Colorado game was that Friday. Um There was just so many. We'll kind of just go through it quickly. There's some funny things, and because I didn't didn't get to watch it, we'll talk about where I was at. But uh, um, Darren Helm, Breakaway King, that was so funny to me
2: when he scored that goal. So I was like laying on the couch, like half asleep. Uh, I was like tired after a long day, and I'm just like, please don't be a horrible game. We started off two to zero right away, bam, (laughs) and I'm like what's next, a Darren Helm goal? Sure and shit, he gets a breakaway. I'm like, and watch, he's going to score. He never scored. His breakaway percentage in Detroit, like, the last five years was probably below 5%. Gets a breakaway and scores. and Perfect shot. I was like, oh, my (laughs) God. And I was actually, his, like, the excitement on his face when he scored, I was was actually okay with it. Good for him. Yeah,
1: like, in his, like, heyday, like, 2011, I I was a Darren Helm fan.
2: So the difference between him in Colorado and him in Detroit right now is they're playing him the right way that he should have he, been played in Detroit. He plays like, and he's doing a 10 good minutes, job. Plays good job. Minutes. And he's playing penalty kill and he looks decent when he's out there on the fourth mm-hmm. line. He's, he doesn't hurt you. If you play him the right way, Blashill played him horribly wrong.
1: Him and Glenn Denning both.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually the stars are playing. Glenn Denning on the well, yeah. It's because so. Rick
1: bonus is a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't like Rick. Bonus. I, I love, love Luke. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard Rick Bonus talk, but I don't think that's what he sounds like. No. I, if
2: if I hear Rick Bonus, that's the words that that's the sound that comes out. <laughs>
1: okay. I, I've I, never
2: listened to him, but whenever I watch something him speak, I listen without the sound, so
0: then I, I can make up the sounds. <laughs> he was on uh, sure. on Chicklets after they lost the cup. Yeah, and he was. Ac- he was actually pretty. He was. Pretty good to listen to, actually. Seems like he a is, decent so he Doesn't guy. sound like that. No, he does not. He's a Canadian guy. He
1: sounded like a decent guy at the time, but then he scratched Riley Tufte in his hometown, and they lost seven-two. Yeah. So it's yeah. a good uh-huh. message. That's a Maybe good he message. It sends
0: a message. Be better, Riley <clears throat> Tufte. He coached his what two thousandth NHL game it was the other day, or twenty-five hundred actually. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not trying to take
1: anything away from him, but he's only been a head yeah. coach how many years out of those? Yeah, but. Yeah, I know it's it's really cool. Like it's rarely, like, it's never really been done. Besides, like I think it was Scotty Bowman was the other guy to do it, right? To be close to that number, but also Scotty Bowman did it with all head coaching. But anyway, anyway whatever semantics. Yeah. It's really cool. Anyway, um, like, notable Vlad scored his hundredth against Colorado, who he played for, which I thought was cool. That's cool. Uh, really nice setup by Puse. Cider broke up the play. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, you got the you got the second assist. Yeah. And then yeah, really nice play uh Kemper who hasn't been great for Colorado this year and didn't like look great in the highlights that I watched.
2: He had 40 shots against.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess but I don't know the it, goals, honestly the, the, goals he, the goals he the goals he let in that weren't great. It wasn't
2: that bad of a game to be honest. The Red Wings actually they had their moments where I was like they're competing like well with a team that is probably the best team in the league and they were playing like it that night.
1: Uh I saw the shift with Raymond who he was it was like the third period and he had the puck in the against corner, mccarr yeah he was working them.
2: that was so fun to watch because both those guys have great edge work oh yeah and mccarr was keeping up with him but raymond burnt him at the last second and that's what i mean like when i talked about mccarr earlier like comparatively to yossi mm-hmm. like defensively i don't think mccarr is, is there but mccarr no, I don't is think so, so explosive
1: no, both that that pairing of Makar and Taze is like the best. Oh my the god, <laughs> That's Devon, probably the best pairing in the league. Devon Taze is so underrated. Yeah, he is so I'm
0: underrated. He was. I've so heard stuff about he on
2: Island too. Heard yeah, stuff he about him making like Team Canada, and now I think he, he, it he should be to, a,
1: Oh wait, no, never mind. It was Gerard. Gerard got told, Gerard he got told on the no. List. Yeah, he I, totally I think on the
2: it list. should be something to think about is him and Makar paired up. Because like people have been talking about that that Uyghur Ekblad pairing, but whenever I watch them, mm-hmm. they do not look good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uyghur is good though. I like Uyghur.
2: Um, I do, but they're good for like three turnovers that are really scary a game because both are kind of offensive minded at
1: some points.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Ekblad definitely is.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. This game we had uh, the Joe Valeno goal was it was kind of a fun move. Like he beat a couple guys, but it was a really bad shot. It's like, why is up? Why is up with Joe Valeno scoring? And like he scored all three of his goals this year in losing games. Yeah. The Toronto game at least was fun. Like that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was. But, but uh, like the Vegas game was in garbage time, and then Colorado. Like I guess he made it three two. And like, this
2: this this one made it interesting. And like the excitement on the Red Wings. Like they showed like that. Well, wow, we can win this game. And I actually had hope after that goal because the Red Wings were buzzing.
1: Mm-hmm. I and saw. They, it I was, I was paying attention, but uh, yeah. less
2: than less than like forty seconds later, Nathan McKinnon ripped a one t. <laughs>
1: Well, it was like a weird turnover, wasn't it? Like the Reddings didn't clear it or something, and then McCann yeah. gets the puck back. It was insane.
2: <laughs> he was buzzing all night,
0: too. So good. When, uh, when doesn't he buzz really well? I yes. saw there was a
1: scare. I, I was on Twitter, and all of a sudden I saw something about Raymond getting hurt, and I saw the replay, and I'm like, oof, that looked really bad. Yep. The knee. I mean, it was obviously completely accidental. It was him and like,
2: Mac- McDermott collided in between whistle- or like going back to the bench. Yeah, there's,
1: or they're both They're both. think yeah. McDermott was coming on the ice, and then Raymond was leaving the ice. And and it was just, like a collided. they had it was a total accident, it was a fluke, but like Raymond flew.
2: He was he went to the lock, he was gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I literally that. I actually like was dozing off and on during like the third and saw him come back for a shift and I was like, Oh, this is good.
1: Yeah, I was a little nervous about that. Um Philip Ronics scored on the the um, power play, which was cool. So from Zadina.
2: Yeah, after three goals later, but that was a piss missile. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that one because it was on the ice. So like that was a weird one for like I feel like Kemper should have had it but like also like cool. Heronics
2: Dude, that scored. was a rocket. That had to have been ninety five plus.
1: Is his third goal of the year? I'm I'm happy.
2: Is doing. He's he's producing. And he's got what fifteen points this year, something like that.
1: He had an assist the game before. Yeah, he
2: had an assist this game too. Oh yeah! Wow. On Valeno's goal.
1: Right? No, no. It was. Gagne. I think it was just Gagne. Gagne got the only assist.
2: Uh, Gagne and Heronik.
1: Oh, was it? Okay. Nice. I thought it was just yeah. when I looked, but okay. I wrote, like, the um, secondary king. Yeah, but I should have said Grice got hold in the first, and then Ned came in. Ned, I think, had, like, a... He had over 90 save and letting him three goals. He had, like, a 92 or 93. <laughs> That's insane. He faced so many shots. 92. He went 36 from 39. What I really and like about Ned is it seems like when he has a bad game, he just... He brushes it right off.
2: Well, the thing is, with the Grice stuff, like, I can only blame him on the one like i felt bad that he's being thrown in after not playing for a while against freaking Colorado. that's what you talked about earlier like throw him against st louis instead that's the problem yep. with running a goalie like five games straight is you get in this role and then you have a back-to-back against two very good teams right yeah
1: i think it's it's a little bit this year has been kind of like grice had a really really good start in the beginning but then now more recently he's kind of been he's been below average that's one way of putting it but like so yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the what the balance should be. Like I think that Ned's been the easily better goalie, so the better chance to win is playing Ned. Yeah, And it's just tough because Grice obviously has been affected by this. I still like Grice. I think he's still a good goalie. Um, I think he'll bounce back eventually. But um, I'll, be, I'll be curious to see who starts Tuesday. I think I'm gonna guess Ned does because you want to you want to try to re- rebound for a win here. But it'll be interesting. Yeah.
2: I think the Red Wings will get rolled Tuesday. To be honest,
1: I said I told Fugue to put all put his bank account on, on the Islanders because I hate how the Red Wings are playing. But then he, but then he's like, Fugue was talking. He's like, Oh, Bertuzzi's coming back, and a couple other guys. Like, yeah, never mind. Islanders are getting rolled.
2: The Islanders just won their first game at UBS. I saw that, and they're gonna be buzzing after that one.
1: I said that because they got Ziz- Zizekas and Nelson back.
2: That's that's their breakthrough right there. Is winning. I said that. I think they're gonna make the playoffs.
1: I, I said I told Fugue, I'm like, this game, if they if they beat the Red Wings, I think they're gonna run. Yeah.
0: Didn't uh Parise score his first goal A under nice under little five hole,
1: it? nice little five hole shot too. Yeah. A little good, good for of,
0: him. like Parise. Yeah, good for him.
1: Uh like the wall I think something about Wallstrom, like his point points per sixty is just off the charts because he doesn't play.
0: Yeah. And he has well, like
1: fourteen he's like fourteen right. points this year.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing, is uh like every time i check in like just scores on the league i see wallstrom's always on the stat sheet like but then i look at them like it was before i saw that tweet it was um about like his points per 60 Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and i was like but when one game i looked at i was like okay well this kid's like kind of lighting up like for how bad they've been playing and then i look at their minutes like ice time it's like one game was like seven. One game was twelve. Like he's not 10. playing. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then, I, like the next day, I went back on Twitter and I saw it. I was like, oh, that makes. Yeah, makes sense. they were
1: barely playing him, but scratched. I mean, he went pointless for like 14 games, but.
0: Yeah,
1: it's interesting right now. Like with the Islanders, for sure. I hope they do good. Like, I I want them to. I like the yeah. Islanders. I want them to win. Yeah. yeah. I like how much they piss off people because of like their defensive structure and they barely score goals. But I think it's hilarious. Um, to go back to the finish up in the Colorado game, Moe Sider was a plus one in that game somehow.
2: Plus two,
1: he's a plus two. Excuse me, plus plus two in a in a game that went even strength. The, the goals were six to two, mm-hmm. and, and he played twenty three minutes that night.
0: Like like you can't you day. can't say you
1: you can't like it would be different if like. Uh, you look at like Gus Lindstrom playing in a game and like he plays like 14 minutes and he ends up being a plus two, like that's different. But like Sider's playing, you know, out of those, you probably count. That's like half the time even strength he, he's playing. Well,
2: the best part is his D partner was even.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I mean, his D part. Like what Blasher kind of does is like with that's with whoever Sider's paired with, he kind of just rolls. Like he kind of rolls guys in and out of there. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I don't like like Cider needs that guy. I feel like he needs that rock with him. That'd really like escalate his game even further.
2: Yeah.
1: When you look at ice time wise. But um like Jan yeah. Ericsson. Yeah, like a good yeah, good stand, you know, good stay-at-home defenseman like Adam Almquist. Um yeah, Andre's so where really, I was uh, like so is Yeah, the list goes on. So I'll get into it. So Friday night, I did a little. I was a little scouting, but it was also it was Emma's birthday. But we went to the B U V C game. Um, I got a firsthand look at Robert Master Simone. Uh, I'm all I'm gonna say is he's a lot of fun. He's a little water bug. He reminds me of Brendan Gallagher. Really? Yeah, he got his helmet ripped off at one point. He was like trying to fight a guy. It was really funny. He's he. You know, like how Bertuzzi, like when he like misses the puck in the neutral zone or something, he like pokes it into the offensive zone to like get the, get it deep rap yeah, Master Simone like did it twice. He had a nice assist on the first goal for the the for BU. It was a shootout. It was a shootout loss for BU. They lost to BC. Those jerseys oh, were
0: filthy. That those unis like. were so sick. Yeah, I was waiting to hop in on that.
1: I liked them better in the pictures, but in game, I wasn't a huge fan of them. I love the gloves. I like the old style leather gloves. I think those are sweet. But like yeah. the they looked like the jerseys kind of like themselves. look a little basic with like the pant color. I wish they would have ma- matched the pant color to the gloves. That's my, my, yeah. my one critique
0: that's what so I have say, to yeah. have
1: the whole thing but I, I i did like them emma was not a fan of them but i like it was funny but
0: my, i sent that the pictures to like a couple of my buddies other buddies yeah. one guy he's a he's a noted habs fan and uh yeah but uh he goes man those glove colors the color of those gloves are terrible i looked at him i was like the habs did that like
1: yeah, they or, did that like or, ten years, like yeah, fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah, I was like, they did that. I said
1: they did that with the weird uh leaf jersey they had,
0: the CA blue. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Was garbage jersey? Was a garbage jersey. Like they, they did that. He was, he's like, yeah, but like they matched up the pant color. I was like, okay, fair enough. I was like, pants colors do need to match. I was like, but that,
1: that was my, it. that was my really only critique, critique about it.
0: Yeah, I was like,
1: um it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun prospects though. Watch though. um so Ethan Phillips the Red Wings didn't play. He hasn't played the past couple of games. I don't know if he's hurt or not. I didn't really, couldn't fairly really figure that out. Um, but you had Alex Vlasic on on defense. He was like B's number one defenseman. Grant, oh, he, he looked yeah good I against him. He looked good. He's massive. He's like he 6'5". five. I think you were on the bench for that game. I played. I was. Him. I was on the bench. I helped coach that game for Grant's yeah. Gamblers team. We were in Chicago. He played for CYA, didn't he? Yeah. No, he was he was really good. He was their top guy. Drew commesso was their goalie. He had a really good game. He played.
2: He's an O one, too. I think. I think he played for uh, commesso No, I
1: think he's. I think he's an O two. Oh, is he? Yeah, because he he's drafted. He's drafted. He's drafted twenty
2: twenty. Oh, I'm thinking about. Uh, oh my gosh, Tibet. he was the backup goalie at Wisconsin.
1: I think. Oh okay, yeah. Komeso played at. I um, mean well, He's playing at BU right now, but he it was development oh. program before this. Okay. Um, who else like BC had a uh, Hellison was one of their defensemen. He's he's drafted. Um, Brandon Krause from Michigan. Brandon Krause, I thought it was Brandon. He He's Vegas, he's a Vegas pick. He's my age. He played at uh Bowling Green when we watched. Yep, game. yep. He's, yeah, he, trans- I mean, he transferred to BC. Yeah,
2: I knew that he transferred. He would put up stupid numbers at um, Bowling Green. I remember he watching? Was in the fir-
1: he was in the first line. Remember
2: that playoff game that we watched that Logan scored that. Game winner, like with like in, that was like such a fun game. That was, that was probably game. one of the most fun games I've ever been to.
1: Um, what's they say? Oh yeah, Master Simone's lineman was Luke Tuck. Are
2: you? They're... How how yeah. Luke Tuck looked?
1: He didn't look bad. He's young. Um, what's his name? That uh, Tyler Boucher also played. Um, the the weird pick that Ottawa Senators took way too high. Uh, how he, he look? He was their 13th forward.
0: Oh my god! As really a 10th good.
1: overall pick, huh?
0: So you look really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like he barely he barely played. I still don't understand that. Like there were so many good
2: players. like dude, Coronado was on the board. Coronado has like he's like over two points a game right now. He's so much better.
1: Um there's a couple of guys I'm probably missing for both teams, but uh so yeah, I never watched a three on three game live. I've never watched three on three overtime for like a like a good hockey game live, like college or NHL. Mm. And it was a lot of fun. Um, like a lot of yelling and screaming or at this point there had been so I was sitting kind of behind the student section there's two student sections but I was sitting I was sitting like the secondary one between the BU and BC so there's like two student sections going back and forth a BU kid was hammered got kicked out of the game some some girl oh she was trash she was yelling the whole time she was banging on the glass flipping the goalie off hilarious but like I don't know she like snuck out before she could get kicked out it was really weird Vet move, yeah, smart. Vet move. yeah, vet move for sure. Yeah. Um but three and three overtime was like it was it was crazy they didn't score, but Master Simone played like an entire shift, but then like there was a breakaway the other way and he sprinted back and broke up the breakaway against BC. And then he went back and had a nice chance. Like he, he didn't have, he doesn't have a lot of points this season, but he's really like kind of a junkyard dog kind of guy. Like not a guy you looked for to score points in the higher level, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Does that like, sound think- like I think he has twelve or thirteen points in the year in like eighteen games, so it's like not like it's respectable numbers, but it's not crazy.
0: Yeah, So, like like the way you kind of describe him, like he's like a water bug out there and stuff. Yeah, like he's quick. He's very small. He's like five ten. Was he like like a couple of years ago, Tyler like, kind of type of guy then? Yeah, maybe like
1: more skilled. Like he is more skilled yeah. than
0: that. But uh, yeah, but I compared like,
1: him to I, I, I compared him to Gallagher. Yeah, to be honest, like obviously not like Gallagher is close to a top line player, so like not that good, but. He reminded me his style reminded me of Brennan Gallagher gotcha, he's finishing yeah. hits and stuff. Like he'd finish like arguably would be a little late of a hit, but you finish it. Well, that was a lot BC, of fun.
0: You. It's yeah. It was, it was
1: it was basically packed.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I want to watch
2: like a good three on three game, but like the one I went to that was three on three. Dallas scored in the first like twenty seconds because Heronic tripped and fell. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> love that. It that was the uh, Jonathan
1: Bernier fifty save game. Yeah. Oh, that game was so bad. I
2: still can't believe I've to that game. Yet. There's oh, like different so ways funny. you can look at that game. Like Bernie made 50 plus saves, but the Red Wings played like a crap.
1: The Red Wings got like had 14 shots and Chalowski went <laughs> junction. And I made a five dollar prop bet that Chalowski would score and
2: oh, he, went, was he nice. went
0: south and cashed me $67. Cool. That's big. Dude, that's why we need Wakowski in the lineup.
2: That's what I know. You can prop for,
0: those, in, for, those, for those prop bets. Yeah, Witter is a savior in all aspects. all categories. Yeah, he's yeah. a beauty.
1: He got sent down unfortunately. Yeah, garbage. Garbage. Bad management. <laughs> fire yeah. fire. Is this is this where we start questioning Steve Eisman? I uh, yeah, I'm This is my article for... coming out next week. Should we question Steve Eisman? Sent down <laughs> Luke Rakowski
0: so Our lord and savior, the Holland yeah. bandit. <laughs> oh.
1: I, I think I'm I'm convinced that was just a good good like a nice guy move by Stevie to get him paid while he's suspended. I'm convinced you can't tell me how Steve, it was. Uh,
2: Stevie definitely loves Wachowski.
1: Oh he definitely oh, yeah. like Blashel yeah. does too. He was definitely going <laughs> it was a good move on the road to have like a guy with like his character in the locker room for like those couple of games and like obviously we lost, but like still probably does helped a little
0: feedback?
1: bit. Uh somewhat. Like it's kinda like
0: uh Okay, maybe that's what we're waiting for. Maybe we have to have the just the Grizzly Adams beard, just the yeah, I think so beard. you know, it's not this as intimidating. Pop. Yeah, I don't know.
2: This week will be really interesting. I, I think we should like try to switch up the lines. Like maybe like some some Raymond Rasmussen some chemistry get that going.
1: <laughs> just Wikowski throw the blender on Wikowski, and whatever it Wait around the wing. No, no. So you blend the AHL and the NHL. You throw all the lines in the same same jug so there's 24 forwards in the same jug. We should you just pull sh- out whichever names yeah, you get.
2: Well, I was going to say we should pull out of a hat.
1: Oh, what do we have here? We have uh we have Spiza, Larkin and Riley Barber. Do you want to do that next episode as we pull out of a hat and pick the next the line. So if the Red Wings if the Red Wings continue the losing streak and we have nothing to talk about, I will do this.
0: That's <laughs> great for this this episode.
1: It would have been really good if we would have known this before, but like if we if we get another shitty week, let's do it.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll start next episode with names and a hat.
1: Yeah, and we'll just start picking them and see what we get. We'll, we'll st- and
2: uh, we can just okay. keep. I don't know. Should we have like forwards given in there like that, like are actually good too, or no? Like should cider should like cider be locked on the back end? Should we have locks? Like should we? Ray we can, can position lock like
1: at one guy per line. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Okay, we'll do that. Um, i have to go
0: if it gets bad enough, we'll throw in uh, Toledo in there, some Toledo guys. Ooh,
1: we can fly. I'm game for that. Yeah. Dylan Sadawe. he's yeah, he's not oh. even in the organization anymore, but I just remember the Red Wings gave him a third round pick for Dylan Sadowy.
0: <laughs> the the tweet of uh, the scouts at the Barracuda game, exactly. <laughs> <Zach> yeah. <DeLon. laughs> <Zach. laughs> yeah,
1: so I was gonna bring that up because like I think it's like funny because like a lot of like Red Wing fans are like no, but like obviously like when you realize how many pro scouts the Red Wings have and how many games they actually go to. Yeah. I also think like, so I, I saw reported some guy uh, tweeted that. So they were playing the Vancouver Canucks for minor league team. You know how bad the Canucks were like recently, like wouldn't you want to be scouting them to see if they want to make some stupid trades?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like that's probably what it was. Unless it's like a high level management guy at the game. I'm not really like the Reddings are not going to trade for Evander Kane. Like that's not the thing.
0: They're just doing their job, and showing up to they're the game. Their,
1: they're showing up to the game and like it happened to be like there's six from there and it seems noteworthy, but yeah. Again.
0: So not, nothing.
1: I think it's more it was it was a little like I know a hockey ham put it out and it was a it was a good engagement clip. But obviously it wasn't yeah. like a it's not so, a serious thing to go completely
2: off topic. Uh, the running shouldn't feel that bad. I guess they should still feel bad for letting Nathan Walker get a hat trick, but the Blues are currently up two to one right now,
1: and Nathan Walker has a goal and assist. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him, dude. The Aussie. Yeah. I like. I like that story. That's fun. Cup
0: champ. Yeah. yeah
1: technically, cup. technically,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other. The other t- talking point. So, what was I was gonna say. I think I had something else before. I wanted to bring. The- oh yeah, the World Junior thing. Uh, the picture of Sebastian Cosa getting interviewed after the world, his uh, the scrimmage against the U-Sports team. Oh, my God. That was so funny. What was the score of that game? Uh, I think It was like 3-1. I think he let in one goal. I don't know what the score was. Was that though. like an all-star U-Sports team or just like... Yeah, I think it, so.
0: Yeah, they, they they do that every year. It depends like where their camp... Well, their camp's the last three or four years. They're uh, in Calgary, aren't they? Yeah, they... Yeah, Calgary or... Edmonton or, or somewhere like that. It was it was it's somewhere in Alberta. Yeah, somewhere yeah, that's like, like that's where Florida. they have like Hockey Canada's or, like their operations now. They have a home rink, but before it used to be like they go one year on the East Coast, one year in this like Ontario, mm. the next year. So like, <clears throat> and then they typically make an all star team or a couple all star teams of those that area, like the U Sports teams in that area. But the last few years, it's been all Western, like Calgary, BC guys.
1: Yeah, I heard he had a great he, – I heard he had a good game. Kosa did.
0: Yeah. Um, But, I
1: mean, he's basically a lock anyway, so lock it doesn't anyway. matter. Like, all the, there's only three goalies. So they're all going to make the team.
0: Yeah.
1: It was interesting that Sobrango – so, technically, this was, like – everyone kind of viewed that team as, like, the, the guys who were on the fringe because there was, like, the um, – Shane Wright didn't play either of the scrimmages, like, guys like that. I don't think Neighbors did either. Um, but then you have I Sabrango. Who, he was first pairing of the the fringes, and he I, I guess he played pretty well. Him and Zellweger uh, were a pairing grant. Okay, that's fun. That is a fun. Like you got a stay at home guy. Then you have Zellweger, who's going to play fun. Yeah. Um. But then I, Savoy had what six points in the two games of the scrimmages, something like that. Or no, not Savoy. Um. Uh, <laughs> Bedard, I think Bedard. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedard, so there's I'm there's Bedard. some kids like for like right not playing. There's some kids that still had OHL games because like, like their break. So there's like, they, they don't. Well, they do have a World Junior breakthrough over like the, the holidays, but like I know like um, the Hounds captain Ryan Work. He was in North Bay on Thursday when they played. And he hadn't gotten reported to camp yet. And right, I think they played. He played
1: one of the scrimmages. Though. I think O'Rourke was on the roster. I think he was. Oh, playing. did he?
0: Did he go for their second game? He flew right no. out after the game because I knew. I saw. I saw the
1: lineup, and he was. He was like the third pairing.
0: Okay, yeah, because I I knew like they had. Uh, well, I was listening to the the game on the radio on Thursday, and they had like a few guys, the Hounds, that were like, oh, they're like, yeah, this is a big game for us because their next game, which could have been today. Which would have been the last game before the break? So, like we're going to be missing like five or six guys going to their respective World Junior camps. Yeah, I, that's know, a like, lot. I know. Like I know Dickinson, like Dickinson for Team USA will be gone. Like O'Rourke was the Canadian guy. So which, who, who's Dickson? Dickinson? Tanner Tyler Dickinson. Dickinson. Yeah, Tanner. Yeah, I always want to say Tyler. I not uh, he, he
2: played Tire, U18s. Okay. Oh, uh, like yeah, in, he was... be, in between our years, Garth, so the Indians would have okay. played them. Okay. He was cool.
0: uh, he was committed to ndtv ndtv at one point, but then he never played, never went. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Um, the last like the the last kind of major talking point I want to talk about, uh, John Tortorella. Uh, he the when talking about the Zegers goal, which was did that happen a lot before after the last time we talked Grant? I think it was right. Yeah. It was that yep. Monday or no? It was Tuesday because it was during the Red Wing game. Yep. And then, oh, that destroyed the internet. Oh, that was so funny. Um. Yeah, Ziegris picks it up, lacrosse style pass over the net to Milano. Literally, like one of the nicest goals we've seen ever, ever,
0: ever, ever. ever.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh. Like I can't. I've have, I've have, like not enough nice words to say about that. Like it was so nice. And then Tortorella on the point says that the goal was bad for the game. What a dinosaur take.
2: Yeah, it was – I mean, I see where he's coming from. Not really, but, like, I could try to see where he's coming from. He's basically trying to say, like – it's hard to even put into words what he's trying to say because it really doesn't make sense to me. He Well, he's –
0: yeah, so, like, he's there to give his opinion as if he were a coach – and, like, his teams are never flashy. They're, like, well, he was He was the coach of uh, the Rangers when, was it, Arnissinov, like, pulled the mm-hmm. knee drop. Yeah. You know, Shot, did the camp. shotgun. Yeah. And then he, like, started that brawl and stuff like that. And he obviously, like, it was like, during the 24-7 series for the Winter yep. Classic. When he comes right, in yep. and he's, like, he's, like, stop that shit. Like, grow up, you know, like, things like that. So, like, I get where, like, like I'm not surprised. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not
1: surprised but, either. Like, he yeah, also I, told me like David I, to shut
0: up. and Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, I get it, like, because, like, that's just classic torts. But at the same time, like, everyone's talking about how we need to grow the game. This and stuff. Like, you know, like, hockey's way behind on growing the game for, like, flashiness for, like, their athletes. And, you know, compared to other – the other, well, the NBA is a big one. <laughs> so, like oh, – I, I, I just don't agree with it. I just don't agree with Torches. Yeah, I don't
2: see it. how it's a bad – bad thing for the game it was like that's just that's literally art that's skill that's, I guess that's so I, I guess he would not want people trying that because it's probably not going to work very often but when you have a player that's skilled
1: well he's just pissed as... that Sonny Milano was the guy that scored
0: yeah true <laughs> Sonny
1: Milano was like one of the main guys that Torts would bench
0: yeah um, him and Duclair yeah true
1: um, but when you look at like if you take away like the ice thing like whatever like Torts can th- sink whatever he wants with the play Look for purely it. off marketing. So I, there was a tweet out that said that the video of Zegers scoring on the ESPN account had more engagement than when the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup last year. Yeah. yeah. More engagement. Michael B. That's... Jordan tweeted about the goal and then DM Trevor Zegers.
0: Yeah. And that's the stuff you like to grow the game.
1: That's growing yeah. the game. Like, whatever he thinks about it, like, this was such a positive goal for the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. It's a and major the
0: best, win. And the best thing about the whole clip, in my opinion, was not the goal itself, but their reactions, like, of them going back to the. Like, oh, his, my like, gosh. That so, so funny. Uh, you know, like, for like, obviously, the goal. I, I'm going to say it best goal I've seen. And it's the best goal anything. of the year for sure. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then past the year. five
1: years, I can think of, like, probably obviously recency bias, but whatever.
0: Right. Like, I guess the next closest one would have been the first time Sveshnikov did the Michigan goal.
1: I thought that, and the other one I thought of right away was the first time Kucherov did the Kucherov.
2: Yeah. 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 I guess McDavid's goal is year against the Rangers, just
1: considering, yeah, no, yeah,
2: yeah. considering yeah, the, just... Time, the time that was left in the game, the score of the game, to do that is just incredible.
1: Right. I agree. But, like, and but... you look at on ice, but, like, with the creativity of the game, like, it's just so much, like, Oh, to innovate the the innovate the innovate innovate the way you're able to score, like it's not yeah. this black and white thing. Like kids, the like you went you went through like the next day, like people on Twitter, like the clips posting of people trying the move. Yeah. It's just so good Everybody. for the league. I love yeah. the video. Like it was Dmitry Filipovich that posted the clip. It was uh, like the caption, like, "Oh no!" It was like Trevor Zegers behind the net the next game, and it's just him pinned against the boards by two guys. Like they wouldn't let him have any space. It's so funny. Yeah. And again, that just opens up so much more scoring because then, like, if they're gonna commit to a guy behind the net, it just leaves someone wide open in front, like for a simple pass.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So it's just it's just giving your team more and more options to score.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just unbelievable plays, so much skill on both ends. Like, well, the fact that Milano's like Michigan, Michigan, <laughs> like that's incredible. Yeah, uh, and then then the fact that like so he's like, he sees them pick it up. He's like, Oh, he's like if I'm Milano and I'm seeing that like all right, he's he's going to go for the Michigan here. And all of a sudden, the puck's coming at you. And then to track it down and, bet, and and wait, the patience to wait for it to not be high stick too. And... I did respect that
1: the NHL put up like the side-by-side with Datsuk doing the flip like years before because Dotsuk was the first one to try that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was just different variants of it. Yeah, it wasn't like
1: as nice because he didn't pick it up on a stick, but Datsuk did like the flip, like just a plain flip over the net, like perfect in front of the net. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then you had, uh, was it Gravowski flipped it over the net and hit it himself?
1: Yeah, it
0: didn't. probably would in.
2: have been the best goal of history. No, it didn't actually go in. Oh, it didn't
1: go
0: this in. Is, right. This is digging deep now, like weird bounces and stuff like that. This, the best goal I've ever seen is when Corey Perry going like to, when he had the old spaceship helmet on him, off of the blocker, off of his visor, and in on a breakaway. <laughs> I was, like, oh, was oh, awesome. <laughs> and, uh,
1: another one. I legitimately think of is the Bobby Ryan uh, playoff goal.
2: Oh, um, that's probably my favorite yeah. goal ever. I don't know that it's the best, but like. It's so nice. The Anaheim barn being so electric during that. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so
1: nice. That's when Anaheim was just so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the Red Wings this week. They play Islanders on Tuesday, which is going to be a tough one because like now they're going to start going Carolina, which is an obvious tough one, and then Devils who are they're kind of like the Red Wings. They're a sim- like similar position. Like they're a respectable team for sure. Yeah. Um, then- again, this is a it, it's it. We'll see what the Red Wings are. Like if if this is just a norm, you know, with the streakiness, like I feel like it's going to be more so like this year. Like it's we're a young team; it's inconsistency for sure. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. This is like I said last time I was on. We're at that point of the year where our predictions at the beginning of this podcast, like the first couple episodes, that we're hitting those kind of spot on. Like we were streaky. We were we came out of the gates hot, but then inconsistency with how young we are and injuries and shit like that like mm-hmm. it's it's shaping up to kind of how we at first predicted it yeah. well i mean we i think we're ahead
1: of what we predicted but we kind of have yeah. this the negative tone to this podcast in a way recent like the like the couple losing streaks it's kind of like you expect a little more like if you win one lose one that's different than like winning three and then losing three yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's like you get this high and then you just, the, the lows are low, the highs are highs. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's kind of like you expect a young team to like, you win one, lose one there and there. And that's like, yeah, whatever. That's just a normal week.
0: Yeah. Right. And I like, like being like that being said, I also expect them, like a young team, to go on a skid, losing skid, and then get back out of it, but not as frequent as this. To be right. That's, what, that's my point. That's my point. Yeah. Really. Not as frequent. Like, like, go three, four games with winning or at least getting points, getting to that overtime, and then all of a sudden, four or five games, three, four games, whatever it is, we'd yeah. look like we didn't even show up.
1: Yeah. So, other, I mean, another, yeah, it'll be a, definitely an interesting week to watch. Um, Bertuzzi is going to, uh, he is, will said he expects, expects, I don't know, that doesn't really mean, it'll, it depends on how, like, whatever, I don't know what the COVID, the protocol is, but Depends how he comes out of it, right? And then he expects him to play Tuesday.
0: Either way, he'll be back
1: sometime next week. I can't. Did he
0: did he test positive for COVID? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. He did. So Mm -hmm. so the expects rule on that because it it can happen to anyone, but like his chances, I guess, from what people are thinking of him not being vaccinated, he could still test positive for like up to two weeks after having right.
1: And grant, so, I I know we talked about last time about being a false positive. I don't think you can have a false positive if you're if you're not vaccinated. Yeah, you I'm can. pretty sure it's, a lot you? of players I, did last year. Yeah. A lot of players yeah. had false positive, Oh they did. But, okay. I, mean, I'm just, yeah. I, I, th- I thought that for a second. Never mind. No. We, we we talked about we talked about that it was possi- possible it was a false positive, but like also he never came out of it, so
2: Yeah. Well there's you can't be tested if you're unvaccinated unvaccinated, you test positive. I don't think you were retested.
0: I still I feel really good. At that level they they would do that. I don't. I, think they testing every day. I don't think so because actually, for for in Bertuzzi's case, he's he one is, of the guys. He is the guy that has to be tested every single day. I'm pretty sure.
1: Right, and then with the Red Wings because they had stall that was also put on it. They had uh, I don't know if you noticed but like Blash was wearing a mask during the game and like a lot of guys like they had to wear masks like in and out of even if you're vaccinated simply because they're the league has like not like when you like have a couple cases. I think you have to put in like an extra set of precautions. Yeah. For it, so which, were, which,
0: I'm yeah, no, like no, uh, yeah, it's, it's whatever, but
1: like, I, again, like, it's, it's interesting with that. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think we'll do it for this one. I can't think of anything else. We'll probably we'll be back Sunday after the uh, Devils game, hopefully, with some good news. I'm hoping to catch some of it. I need to go see uh, before we wrap up, I need to go see uh, Spider Man No Way Home this week. That's my uh, my major to list. I'll, I'll miss a Ribbon game, I don't care. It comes out Thursday. I really need to see it because I'm super pumped. I don't know if you're a Spider-Man guy or not.
0: I'm a big Marvel guy, so
1: yeah. Are you Spider? You're a Spider-Man guy then. I like Spider-Man. Yeah, I like. It's Is Spider-Man Marvel?
0: Yes. Yeah, they're they're in the Avengers. He's in the Tom Holland's in the Avengers. Yeah. So I don't know when if you've. I don't know if you've, I
1: don't know if you've seen like the trailers and stuff, but they're oh, it's been yeah. so unreal, and it looks yeah. so good. They they released like the first minute clip of the movie, and it looks so good. The only like thing. It's, it's J.K. Simmons announcing it because it's the Daily Bugle guy again from the Tobey McGuire series.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I'm skeptical about is okay. what, uh, the Oct- octopus guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, Dr. Ock. Yeah, Dr. Ock. He was the same guy that played in the other... Yeah, that's the whole point of the movie. I don't know if you you know the plot. I, I just kind of saw that. So the plot is
1: Dr. Strange is in it. And so so the last movie, um, Toby Tom Holland gets exposed as Spider Man. The whole world knows it's Peter Parker,
0: right? And he
1: goes to Doctor Strange. He's like, "Hey, can you make me make the world know that I'm not Spider Man?" So he's casting a spell. Then he's like, "Wait, is everyone going to forget?" Because then he's like, wants his girlfriend, he wants Zendaya to remember, he wants his best friend to remember. Then the spell gets messed up. So then it opens up to the multiverse. Gotcha. So that's why. So it's every version of every version of Spider Man's villains through history so that's why the same actors in it and jamie foxx is in it as well from oh. the andrew garfield and it's rumored that to- uh, toby Maguire and andrew garfield are going to be in the movie as spider-man as well because it's going to be with the villains come the other spider-mans gotcha so that's the rumor but they haven't been confirmed in it because like marvel wants the huge freak out of the, the theater right like right. when you when you see them come on the screen for the first time but like it's there's clips there's pictures of like them being on set together and it's it's basically all but like, confirmed well, that was like my little reason. nerdy that was like my little nerdy geek out for the for the episode but it's kind of hey. fun i'm ex- i'm pumped for i'm pumped though oh
0: yeah
1: all right so that will, that will that will do it for this one uh thank you everyone for listening uh follow us on twitter subscribe on apple you know spotify whatever you, whatever you're listening to we're based on everything at this point uh yeah thank you <laughs>